Welcome to Politics Done Right. I am your host, Egberto Willis. This is a progressive program that will take the mystery out of politics. This is the program that will encourage you to make sure government becomes we the people. Whether you are liberal, progressive, conservative, or otherwise, you get to air your point of view. We are an independent media outlet that, unlike mainstream media beholden to corporations, we only owe allegiance to you. Remember, you can also send me a tweet at E-G-B-E-R-T-O-W-I-L-L-I-E-S. That is at Egberto Willis. Let us engage. It is politics done right. Welcome to Politics Done Right from the studios of KPFT 90.1 FM, Houston, your community radio station. We have a great program for you today. Before I get started, I want to give my most profound condolences to those beautiful 19 young children in Uvalde, Texas, who were murdered by a lone gunman and the two teachers Teachers are the bastions of our society who too often are left unrecognized for all that they provide to society. So my most and deepest condolences. But these condolences should not just be given solemnly, should not just be said in a form. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. That says we have no control. But before I get started, I want you to listen to this message that I have about family values. Condolences to my brothers and sisters in Uvalde, Texas. It is too early to know the reasons for the murder of all those innocent kids in Uvalde who were killed once again by guns. Texans are dying because of policies of Republican politicians and their leadership. While all Texans, irrespective of ideology and party, support home, home humane policies, it is clear that Republican politicians and their leadership do not. After all, while the many massacres by guns in Texas and throughout the country are graphic and visible, many other policies kill many more Texans. Our irresponsible refusal of the Medicare expansion to the Affordable Care Act sickens and kills thousands every year. Our lack of support for families create lucky kids who grow up unsupervised. One cannot claim to support family values when one does not value families. It is time to elect those who will value families. Now, here's the deal. It's upsetting to me that we are not calling things the way they should be called out in our politics. These things must be called out because, in effect, they have, in effect, they cause the deaths of many of our fellow citizens. Policy can help and policies can kill. And right now in our country, in Texas, specifically, but in red states throughout the country, they have allowed lies to rule policies and policies that murder 
policies that cause the death of people. And I call them murdering policies because murder is killing someone knowingly. So therefore, what we have in Texas with our gun laws, what we have by having a laissez-faire, a laissez-faire type of living with weapons, uh, by allowing that our legislature in Austin, they are murderous. They are affecting the deaths of many of our citizens and the blood of those kids in Uvalde, the blood of those two teachers in Uvalde is on the hands of every single Republican who voted that way. And they are already claiming they have no intent on changing. They want to put the blame of these issues on mental health. But if, if that were true, then you have the wherewithal to accept money you already paid for in the fact in, in the by accepting the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, and you could build mental hospitals, you could build training, you could build testing if that is what you really believed, and you could solve the problem if this were a mental health issue. But you know what? It can be both. It can be um, well, not it can be both. It is both. You can have a mental health problem as well as you can have too many guns out there. We, Our country laps the amount of guns that we have when compared to the next country. I think it's Yemen as, as guns per capita, how many guns per person. We have several guns per person in Yemen. I think it's 0.5 guns per person. Folks, we are killing our own to enrich a few. The reason we have these gun laws, the reason we have 400 million guns in America, more guns than we have people, is because somebody makes them and profits from them. And the ones who make them and profits from them, I guarantee you they won't have anybody in their home concealed carry. I can bet they will have nobody in around them with concealed carry or the option to walk around them with an AR-15, the guns that they manufacture themselves. I'm pretty sure about that. In fact, if you go to the, if you try to go to the NRA conference in Houston this weekend, you can't go into that NRA conference with a concealed weapon. But that's what they want to promote to all of us. And the reason why is they want to ensure that there are no avenues that give you an excuse not to want to have a gun. And having a gun means you're going to purchase that gun. And purchasing that gun means more moolah to them, not only in the form of guns, but in the form of ammunition. You see, it's an industry. It's an industry that makes money. But you know what? The fringe benefits of that industry to make money are 19 dead kids in Uvalde. It's 20 dead kids in Sandy Creek. It's dead kids in Florida. It's dead kids all over. When are we going to stop this? When are we going to stop it? Remember, these politicians murder. And let me now put some onuses on our own people. Look, you may be a cultural Republican. You may be a cultural conservative. Nothing has to stop you from being who you are if you do the right thing. 
you can do the right thing. You can support those who will stop killing babies, those who will stop making people sick, those who will invest in health care so that their citizens don't die and remain a Republican and a conservative. So I speak, when I speak, I'm not just, first of all, mia culpa, I am a rabid progressive who loves everybody. And I genuinely mean that. But I tell you better, folks. I believe more than anything else that we have got to cripple, cripple the part of government that's instituting murder on our kids, that's instituting murder by lack of health care, by instituting murder by lack of having the necessary types of support for our people. That's all. I mean, I'm not trying to be ideological here. I'm just trying to be human. I'm just trying to be humane. So, folks, please complete our responsibility to the people, to yourselves. Remember, those who vote a certain way, think about what your vote meant for what has occurred in Uvalde. And don't say that, well, I could not have seen it. Well, if you flood a place, you know, I mean, it's funny because many of those politicians say we don't want to pass. We don't want to legalize drugs because if you have too many of them out there, then people are going to use it. How comes it doesn't apply to the gun when we have the evidence that you put a whole lot of guns out there and people use them? Right. It's that simple, folks. So let's do right. Let's do right. Make your vote count and vote appropriately. Vote your interest. Vote life. People talk about pro-life. You want to be pro-life. Vote things that enhances lives, not things that do otherwise. Folks, it is so important that we, we, the people, be right. Guess what, folks? KPFT 90.1 FM Houston. We finally got that building. I think I told you part of it last week. We should be moving in pretty soon. We're getting it all fixed up for you guys. Now, I tell you, folks, I hope you all remember this is the last day of our fun drive. And if, let me first uh, let me just be frank. I've been giving you programming. But guess what? In giving you programming and not doing a whole lot of pitching, I have fell, uh, fallen behind in the fundraising for the program for the show we do need to get your support so i ask you so kindly to go ahead and call 713-526-5738 or go ahead and go to kpft.org and provide us with support remember to make it in the in, scroll down to make sure it supports politics that well, rather make sure it is supporting kpft in the name of politics and right by scrolling down and using us as a supporting program politics and right again please go to kpft.org or go to or call 713-526-5738 to support the program i have a little bonus here that i have for you folks you know we're getting that new studio please anybody who gives a hundred dollars or more i promise you uh, give me your name and how to reach you and when we get into that studio i will have those those supporters that give give them give them a chance to sit sit right next to me. Let's go ahead and do a politics done right program. And you you watch what we're doing and you listen to the calls coming in. And who knows? Maybe you you may have an answer for some of those calls coming in. But I tell you, I I need you to give me a call now seven one three five two six five seven three eight 
or go ahead and go to kpft.org, select uh, Politics Done Right as a supporting program, and please go ahead and support this program. We cannot do this without you. We have a lot of other options, but again, this main one that I'm talking about, go ahead, if you're a $100 supporter or more to Politics Done Right, whether you're getting the books or whatever you decide to go with, you will be sitting in that in, in that studio with me if you want to, of course. You'll be sitting in that studio with me. You'll, you'll be able to communicate with our audience again if you want to by uh, just being in that studio with us and seeing how we do things around here and by the way you may decide to stick around and want to get a few other things done here at kpft but we this is the last day of fun drive so i ask you so kindly make those phones ring 713-526-5738 or just go to kpft.org please support the program i cannot do this without you kpft cannot do this without you 713-526-5738 or kpft.org kpft.org remember to select politics done right and what about our books check this out please get one of my several books out there as i see it class warfare the only resort to right-wing doom for a contribution of 120 dollars. it's worth it how to this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage no matter what stage you're in shopify's there to help you grow Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors for a contribution of $120. How to make America utopia. Take away the economy from those who rigged it for a pledge of $120. Get any two of those books for $200. Any three of those books for $250. The contributions for my books go directly to support our station, KPFT 90.1 FM. Alternatively, folks, please get your basic KPFT only membership for $40, a Pacifica only membership for $25, or choose from one of our many other gifts for your contribution. Just go to kpft.org, choose Politics Done Right for the program, and select an option either for our books or something else to support the station. It is definitely worth it. I want you to see something about journalism. I want you to see what this journalist did. In effect, he's saying the problems that we have is a direct result, a direct result of our economic system. And what is our economic system? It's capitalism. Capitalism does not belong in certain areas of the economy because its tenets are inhumane. So let's go ahead and listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. The military to the rescue once again. The White House said they'd been working on this for months and months, but it didn't appear that way since we got to such a crisis point. It it sure doesn't. And the baby formula uh, issue is shocking to Americans. It's shocking. The political ramifications of it are profound. This can't be our country where babies are at risk of, of dying. I mean, if this goes on for a few more weeks, it's possible we're going to lose someone in this country because of this. The Biden administration knew about it in February. Whatever that came afterwards, whatever the investigations determined, the buck stops in the Oval Office. 
I don't know why somebody at the FDA didn't call the chief of staff and say, you know, we had to shut down this baby formula plant. And because of the nature of the American economy and major American corporations, where there just is no wiggle room at all, because efficiency, maximizing profits, may you take one piece out and the system collapses. He said it. The economic system is only for profits and efficiency to maximize profits. And you take one thing out. It collapses. Do we want our babies dependent on a system like that? Do we want our health care, our heart attacks, our break, our strokes dependent on a system like that? He tells the truth. He wants government to subsidize the profits of the wealthy who controls the companies working on slim margins to maximize profits. That is what he said. He admits what the issue is. And at the same time, in the same 1.2 minute segment, he blames government. In other words, all right, let's go ahead and allow Lazafir to flourish. But ultimately speaking, if, it, if they fail, you better be there just waiting for them to fail. This is what he wants. Wait for government to wait for private sector to fail. Wait for corporation to fail. Wait for corporation to fail. When corporation to fail, you better be ready, government, to pick up the slack. Well, why don't the government pick up the slack altogether and to hell with the corporation and the profits that those corporations would have made? Why not then redistribute it right back to the people? You see, when you really ultimately figure this thing out, you see what it is. Now, I look, I want a free enterprise system, people. I believe in free enterprise. I want to be able to have a pizza shop and I want to be able to sell my software, etc. But I want to make sure that if you are ill and have a heart attack, you are not having to search for doctor search for insurance and all that kind of stuff. Those are basic human needs that should be rights that are inalienable and you get them. The same applies to certain things, critical things like baby formula, etc. That is what we're talking about. But they don't want you to know that. They don't want you to think clearly. They want you to just think that the only way things can be is unfettered capitalism that ultimately harms, ultimately kills. Right now, the way the media describe things, it makes people get introspective. They look at their bills from last year and look at it this year, and you know what? It is higher. Uh, their bills are higher. But you know what happened during the pandemic? They were able to save because our We the People Society decided that we were going to take care of our own, everybody. We decided as a society that when we have downturns, we'll take care of each other through our, our, our uh, public system, right? And we did. We had the stimulus. We had all these different. We had the vaccines that everybody got access to right away. We had uh, some uh, some cash given to those kids who were taken out of poverty. We did a lot, okay? Because we didn't want what happened in 2008 to occur. It took a hell of a long time to get out of that downturn that was created by capitalism. By that's what that that big downturn in 2008 created by the excesses of capitalism. In fact. Those people thought that capitalism was going to die there because finally the house of cards fell. But in effect, what we'd had is a government who propped back up that sector to continue doing all the damage that it has done. And we get the cyclicality of what occurs. So that's that's that. Now we had this new this pandemic. And what happens? We are saying we are not going to allow 
what occurred in 2008, a 10-year ramp up to, to, to uh, 3% employment again. We're not going to allow that. What we're going to do is we're going to do what Keynesian economics says. And Sister Jen, I see you keep talking stuff. Listen and learn, please. What we said we were going to do is we said we were going to influx the economy with the liquidity it needed so that it doesn't clam up on itself. In, in software, we call it a deadly embrace. A deadly embrace is where you can't get out of stuff and you spiral down. So we didn't allow that. So we pumped the economy up with, with stimulus. And you know what? It worked. And if you doubt that it worked, I want you to listen to this. I'm not going to say people are not in pain because there are a lot of people that are in pain because the GOP and two Democratic senators are holding us hostage. Joe Manchin, uh, Christine Cinema, and the entire Republican Party is holding the middle class hostage. And I want to let you listen to this here, and then we'll take it on the other side, because this is the reality. This is, these aren't questions. This is the reality. 90% of House Republicans voted against a bill that would address those supply chain issues while only offering criticism of the administration's handling of a major economic issue. But despite supply chain issues like the one plaguing baby formula and high inflation that is dominating the current discourse about the economy, the Federal Reserve's annual report on households released today shows that self-reported financial well-being is at its highest level since the survey began in 2013. In the fourth quarter of last year, 78% of adults reported either doing okay or living comfortably financially. This as unemployment hit a pre-pandemic low of 3.6% and wage growth continues. Joining us now is Betsy Stevenson, professor of economics at the University of Michigan. She was the chief economist for the U.S. Department of Labor under Barack Obama from 2010 to 2011. Uh, good to see you again. Thank you for being with us, Betsy. There, there's stuff going on out there in the ether that's real. Prices are up uh, It's and, and people see prices every day. It has an impact on how they feel about things, how they feel about politics, how they feel about the country, but it's it's with us because of a whole bunch of things. We've got supply chain cr crushes still from the pandemic. We've got high oil prices, largely because of the war in Ukraine. How do you how how should people think about this? What happened was the government responded by making sure responded to the pandemic by making sure households could pay their bills, could put food on the table, uh, that people didn't really get left behind. And it worked. You know, if you look at the 2008 recession, it took us eight years to get unemployment below 4%. We were able to do that in less than two years this time. And what we've seen in this recent survey is that people took some of that extra money they were given and they said, you know, I don't need to spend all of it right now. And they saved it. And what that means is we have the highest share of households who tell us that they could cover an emergency expense of $400 than we've seen since the survey began in 2013. The highest share of households who say they could cover three months of expenses if something bad happened. Households need this kind of cushion, and we saw that giving them support gave them this kind of cushion. Let's turn to the bad part. It's really hard to get these numbers precisely right. Exactly how much money should we have given households where they spent what they needed, saved the rest, and didn't go chasing things where we just didn't have enough supply. And so what happened is people got a little bit of extra money and they wanted things like cars 
and we didn't have cars to give them because of supply chain problems. So that pushed up the the price of used cars 40% as people went chasing cars that didn't exist. Millennials started feeling more comfortable. Maybe it's time to buy a home. We didn't increase the number of houses available. We had low interest rates. People had a lot of money, pushed the prices of houses up. We also had people trying to relocate around the country because they were able to work from home for the first time. Again, uh, recent research showed that that being able to work from home is responsible for a large share of the increase in housing prices as people sort of moved and reshuffled around to take advantage of that. So we have a problem, which is supply constraints mean that sellers can't respond as quickly as they normally do to increase supply. And we've got all these households that have a lot of cash. The end result is inflation. That's not the biggest reason we have inflation, though. The biggest reason we have inflation is energy prices, and that's on Putin. The biggest cause of inflation is, in fact, energy price prices that falls through. And then here's what the killer of that that I want to mention. The energy prices are not high because of shortages. It is high because the companies have pricing power. It's high because we have a lot of excess global oil floating on super tankers around the world with oil companies pressuring their politicians not to allow that oil because they came from the wrong countries, right? So let's be clear here. Let's be clear here. This inflation is manufactured. Are there shortages? Yes. Are there shortages on enough thing to create a generalized high inflation? No. Oil should not be at the price that it is. That would have dropped in inflation. Food should not be at the price that it is. That would have dropped inflation. And also, we should start making the capitalist system pay for its fraudulent behavior. They're the ones who decided to underpay American workers or not pay American workers and move their production overseas and at the same time use just-in-time inventory, which means that with just-in-time inventory, if there is a slight delay, a pandemic, large delay in this case, or any one of these disruptions, you um, affect the entire supply chain. That isn't on government. That is on the private sector. That isn't on government. That is what they decided to do. The private sector, the corporatocracy, because of it, of all it seeks is profits without humanity. And I'm not, I'm not even overblowing this. That is what they do. Solution is either disrupt it and have true free enterprise or institute such strong regulation that X amount of product has to be created in country. Create all kinds of regulations that forces us not to fall into the trap that private sector puts us in. I want you to listen to this expert on Ali Velshi. She hits the nail on the head as far as what Democrats need to do with respect to messaging against the GOP in the elections coming forward. I want you to listen to this and then we'll go ahead and take it on the other side. 
And joining us now is Anat Schenker Osorio. She has joined this program many times to talk about how Democrats should be talking to voters about tough issues. She's the founder of the Progressive Research and Communications firm ASO Communications. Anat, thank you for being with us. There you go. Betsy laid it out. It's a tough issue. Bad luck for the administration that we got a shortage of chips and we've got people uh, who were at home and we got a, a, a stimulus program that, that actually allowed people to spend some money and we've got low unemployment. And we've got higher wages. All of that stuff's actually really good. But on this side, we've got uh, higher energy prices. We've got supply chain issues. We've got inflation. What would you tell uh, the administration that they need to do in order to, to communicate this? So the fundamental framing shift that we need people to be able to internalize is a move away from why is stuff so expensive to why are you so broke? And what I mean by that is two things. Number one, a focus on the things that cost the most. Housing, childcare, higher education, the things that we need most, health care, care for our loved ones, that cost the most are being put deliberately out of our reach by a handful of MAGA Republicans who are bound and determined to keep us struggling so that they can keep handing kickbacks to their corporate donors. So that's number one. And number two, there needs to be a clear indicator of the origin story of where this hardship comes from, that in essence, GOP might as well stand for gouging our prices. Because as we have seen time and again, given any and every opportunity to actually help Americans afford the things that all of our families need and want, they choose not to. How does that work, though? Because as, as much as oil prices are up all over the world and inflation rates are up all over the world, so it can't possibly be all Joe Biden's fault. Ultimately, we know that that's the connection people make, right? When their stocks are down, their retirement looks bad, their prices are up and they see it every day in the price of a gallon of milk or a gallon of oil. It, it, it sometimes isn't the most sophisticated conversation people have with themselves. It's under these people, my life seems less prosperous. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so first and foremost, we don't argue with people's feelings. That right. is a bad thing to do in life and in politics. You cannot argue people out of the feeling that they're having. So some sort of vague reassurance that the economy is going great. Look at the data. We have all this unemployment. If that as you've rightly raised, isn't what people are feeling in their day-to-day lived experience. Arguing them out of that makes you sound not just out of touch, but kind of callous. Right. So what do you say? You say something with an opening value that begins, no matter what we look like or where we come from, most of us believe that people who work for a living ought to earn a living and have time left over for a life. But today... A handful of Republicans or MAGA Republicans, Trump Republicans, take your pick, want to divide us from each other, have us pointing our finger in the wrong direction while our families keep struggling and they hand kickbacks to their corporate donors. Any and every time a bill comes up for what we need and what the majority of Americans support, whether that be child care supports, whether that be making health care affordable, whether that be bringing baby formula home to the United States where we need it, they block it. And then they hope will look the other way and blame Democrats who in every single instance are standing with and for our families. Understand what she's saying there, because it is very important when she says 
Don't add, don't use the question that they're asking. Why are prices so high? Why are or why do we have inflation? Don't allow yourself to be pulled into that discussion. She said the question that you sh you should be on the offensive. Why are you so broke? You are so broke because the gouging of prices is taking care of you. In other words, GOP, right? You have to really be assertive. You have to really tell people what is wrong and who is causing the problem and what you are going to do on the offensive. You put them on the defensive. After all, they're the ones who are blocking the bills that would make things better for Americans. Don't let them turn it around and say you are not doing anything to solve the problems. Let them be the ones who are not allowing the problems to be solved. And you are the one solving the problem. I mean, it is, you know, we don't do it assertively enough. Those in, the, in, in, in some of these spaces, they just don't do it. They're quiet. They're too passive. They have to get in there, be assertive, and actually be the ones attacking. Not waiting to counterattack, but attacking. And that is what wins you election because people see you as fighting for them no matter what the condition is. Remember, Bush won in 2004 when he should have lost it all. Do remember, we are in fun drive right now, but you are still getting yourself a great program uh, that we work at putting together for you. Stuff that you, some that you may know on a small level, some that you may not know at all. That's why we're here. Politics Done Right, KPFT 90.1 FM, Houston. We're asking you to invest in this community radio station. But why? Because, folks, there's a lot of media out there. But it's not media that you control. It's not media that has your interests at hand. When we're talking about community radio, when we're talking about this community radio station, KPFT 90.1 FM. We're talking about a station that is solely funded by whom? You. And if it is funded by you, our loyalty is to you. Most other stations, commercial stations, they're funded by their advertisers and their advertiser needs to program you. And they need to have you in a particular modal. That is why our politics is so bad. Because we need you uninformed. Politics done right doesn't believe in that. Politics done right, KPFT 90.1 FM, Pacifica Network, we don't believe that. We believe that it is essential that you are in control. It is essential that you support us so that we can feed the ethos that we can give. We can enlighten with what is the absolute truth. In that light, I'm asking you to please call 713-526-5738 or go to kpft.org and support us. You can support us with a $25 membership, a $40 membership, or you can get any one of our gifts that you find there, please do this in the name of Politics Done Right. Also, remember that you can get one of my several books out there. 
As I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom for a contribution of $120, it's worth it. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors for a contribution of $120. How to make America utopia, take away the economy from those who rigged it. Pledge of $120. You can get any two of those books for $200. Any three of those books for $250. That is in, that is to support our station. And all those books, I promise you, give you all that you need to have that conversation across the board to ensure, to help us make a better America. So please support us. Please support KPFT 90.1 FM Houston. Call 713-526-5738 or visit kpft.org. In the name of Politics Done Right, please select one of our books, several of our books, or one of our offers. We're here for you. You can get Politics Done Right Mondays through Fridays on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash politics done right. On YouTube Live at politicsunright.com slash YouTube. Please do not forget to follow me on Twitter for updates. My handle is at Egberto Willis at E-G-B-E-R-T-O-W-I-L-L-I-E-S. Before you get started, please remember to keep your community radio station in your minds. KPFT in your minds. Talk about it. Tell your friends about it. Tell them you know about this station in town, 90.1 FM Houston, that needs your support, that is there to provide what that nourishment that we need. 713-526-5738. KPFT.org. Visit us online. Contribute online. KPFT. 90.1 FM. You can visit us at kpft.org. This is a perfect opportunity that shouldn't go unused. You know, one of the amazing ironies here is that the the big thing they did pass, right? The American Rescue Plan. You've got this bizarre situation, right? Every Republican votes against it uh, in the in the U.S. Senate. Every every Democrat votes for it. It gave all this money to the states who are now using the largesse from the federal government to dole out goodies while attacking the Democrats. Right. So this is uh, the Orlando Sentinel talking about uh, um, Ron DeSantis, who's going around to events, cutting checks. We're proud we didn't do like Washington and spent money like a drunken sailor when all of a sudden you ended up all these problems. He said a recent event in Trenton where he doled out federally funded grants. DeSantis never mentions the largesse he's sharing comes from Washington. Instead, he attributes the money to Florida's strong economy. Democrats in this position are the worst of both worlds, which is the policy success they voted for that Republicans are opposed. Local Republicans get to claim credit for. Remember the Tea Party days? Remember what they did? They created events. Every time a Republican goes around and uses money that came from the Democrats, we should have bullhorns out there following these Republicans and letting people know the truth. Welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis. Today we have the honor of speaking to one of our listeners. Like I tell everybody, everybody in on Politics Done Right, the PDR Posse, has a voice. And Carl Cox demanded that he had a voice. So without further ado, let me introduce you guys to one of our PDR Posse members. Carl Cox. Carl, how are you doing today? Fine. Well, Carl, I think um, sometimes you, you were in the room 
And we sort of have a little bit of progressive friction. And why I call it progressive friction is that many times I think some of our progressives in the room want us to be a bit more aggressive. Take it away. I don't necessarily think that that you or your PDR posse need to be more aggressive. I just get frustrated with, like I said, the leadership of the Democratic Party that they're not don't seem to be, you know, going out there. The one as much as I dislike the conservatives, whether it be the Republicans or the two Democrats, is they're willing to fight for what they believe in and all like this, and and really they're selling us down the river, so to speak. And but the leadership of the Democratic Party, it won't go out there. Like I said, you have Sanders and Warren will fight from the Senate, so to speak, but you don't see Schumer doing that much, and you don't see Pelosi doing that much in the, uh, as far as on the congressional side. And I think part of it, the problem is that they're both concerned, more concerned with their uh, with their, their donors and all like that. I mean, the one time that they, they st- the, uh, stopped letting the uh, congressional people all getting inside information inside training, which if you and I did, we'd go to prison for it. And then they bought it back and Pelosi doesn't want to discuss it. And I think that's part of the problem. I think if you have somebody like a Sanders AOC or like that, who's not in it for the money, they're in it strictly for the good of, of all the people, not just the, the mega rich and all and mega corporations, I think we do a much better job, but the, they're going to have to fight for it. I think what you just said is magical, and I think it's, it's also important, because here's the deal, Carl, and this is what I try to get across on, the, on our program. It is important ex- for exactly the reason that you said. In other words, we have to ensure that it's not the moneyed interests that are taken care of, but everybody. If everybody gets taken care of, the moneyed interests also gets taken care of. But But the issue is we have a group of folk, the folks on the right, I'm talking about the regular average American citizen on the right, that are culturally Republican, that pretty much sold their souls to those people on the right taking them down the river. And we don't have an establishment Democratic Party, as you would say before, that is out there fighting for us as let's say Sanders or AOC or the others would. So my question to you is as follows, and I want to posit it this way, because I think some of the the, the frustrations that I see in some of the things that you voice online is that you tend to believe we coddle folks on the right too much, give them too much of a break when they are doing a hell of a lot of damage, not only to themselves, but to others. Did I read that correctly? Yes, I agree with you. Now, if, if I read that correctly, let me ask you this way. I, I, you're a smart person. You understand everything. But do you believe there are people that could be snowed, people that could, be, uh, that could fall for misinformation? And then I want to tell you a quick little story. Yes, I do believe. I believe, unfortunately, that there are too many people that are doing that. I mean, the mega the mega people are the worst a lot, but there are so many that not you know I wouldn't consider, you know, Trump supporters, hardcore, anything like that. But I think there are too many people that 
if you keep telling them the same lie over and over and over again, they're not, they don't think for themselves and realize that they vote for Trump and his people. They're really just voting for the destruction of them and their families. I agree with you. So my, and I don't, I don't, I don't have all the answers. I don't think you have all the answers. I don't think everybody have all the answers, but what I do know is that I believe in people's humanity, right? I believe yeah that I can speak to you and no matter what kind of a friction we have among each other, that there's, there are always ways to get around it. Right. Because again, ultimately we're human beings and I, you know, and, and not only that, but we are all on the same team. If we don't allow people to divide us, we're pretty much on the same team. So um, I used to listen. I did, ex I do all kinds of experiments with myself. Okay. And I once spent a week listening to Rush Limbaugh, so you know how long ago that was. And I tell you one thing, uh, Carl, believe it or not, some of the things Rush Limbaugh were saying repetitively, some of the, the analyses that he did, which deep inside I know was wrong, started to rub off on me for that week until I caught myself because it's well engineered. So my question to you then is, if it could happen to me, and by the way, I was able to overcome that really quickly, right? If it could happen to me, I don't know if you have put yourself in the place for it to happen to you or not, but it has happened to me where I have allowed myself to go down the rabbit hole and but pull myself back out after listening to these guys for a while. Don't you think maybe we have to find some way to get to that other side? And as much as we know, some of them think they don't want to change like some of them in our room. Uh, yes, I agree with you. Several years ago, I don't know, I don't recall the gentleman's name. He was on one of the local stations, and he was he wasn't as as vicious as Limbaugh, but he could get there. And I listened to him for a while, and I started kind of believing. And this was back when Reagan became president. Mm -hmm. And I'll admit, I made a mistake and voted for Reagan in 1980. But hey, that's a long water over the under the under the bridge, of course. But anyway. But it did take me long to realize what he was what he was saying, you know, forget him. And, and after listening to Rush Limbaugh one time, I knew there was no way I'd ever listen to him. I couldn't follow him because he was he's full, he divisive, full of really venom. I mean, the way he made fun of uh, of uh, I can't think of the gentleman uh, that has the uh, oh, family. McCain, family. McCain. Huh? McCain? No, the guy that did that show Family Ties and did Spencer, oh, Michael, yeah, yeah. Michael J. Fox. Michael I J. Fox. I mean, Fox. that was, no matter how much I dislike somebody, I would never do that. That's just, that's just cruel and immoral. Right. Absolutely so. Absolutely so. Well, let me tell you, um, let me tell you, Carl, I am glad that um, you, you know, you said you wanted to say your piece. I, I want to do more of these, you know, five, 10 minute segments with our posse and people that, that are, are there with the show. So what I want to ask you to do is tell our posse something coming directly from Carl Cox in the flesh. What? Well, I have to ask you, what is it? Just my opinions on something? You can tell me whatever you want. It's your show, brother. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I agree with you on most things, but there are two things I disagree with you on, respectively. Mm -hmm. And that is, I'm not in favor of the legalization of marijuana. Mm -hmm. I, I'm in favor for medical use. It's great, got great stuff. It's glaucoma. People that are suffering from cancer. 
the recreational use, even though they've got it set up where you can't get too much at a time, because the stuff they've got today is much more powerful than when I was growing up. And even more so is I disagree with the legalization of hard drugs. I know they can be taxed and all like this, but I'm afraid too many people that are afraid to use it now because it's against the law will eventually decide to go with it. And and I've never tried stuff because no matter how bad my life is, and I've never been stupid enough to let somebody make money off of my misery. But there's no way you can keep from sooner or later you're going to get uh, what you call it, hooked on it. And I'm especially afraid of, of pregnant women doing it or maybe messing with LSD, which they say if you use it once, you can still have bad, what do you call it, uh, where you freak out. You know what I mean. Yeah. Well, I, I want to, before you give your final statement, Carl, on the drugs issue, I want to tell you that what we've been doing, in my opinion, hasn't worked. I can, we have to agree to disagree on this one, and I don't have a problem uh, wherever the voters want to go with this. I am for legalization and help. Uh, you may be for something else. And what I'm trying for us to understand as a whole, as a society, is we don't have to agree on everything at all. I agree with that. What else, else I was going to say, though, is you, there are two things I think that would make a difference in the, without legalizing it. I think you've got it. They've got to sit there and have all over the country. You have to have clinics where people can go to. And really, even more important than that, I think you have to do things uh, mental illness treatment. And I think so much if, if you have to set up where everybody doesn't matter your race, your religion or lack of religion, your sexual orientation, your gender, any of that, people have to have hope that there's a better, better things that are on the horizon, that you're, if, if you work hard, you can get a good paying job, you can support yourself if you have, your fa- have a family, you can take care of them, you can enjoy life and all like that. And I think that's part of what's lacking in America now. This country, in my opinion, uh, especially with people my age, goes out of its way to kill any enthusiasm for education or on the, on the workforce. And it's not just as far as pay, it's, you know, treating their people, treating the people with respect instead of I've had several managers that were just outright bullies and all like this and acted like I was some kind of a moron. And you've got and that's and that to me is a major problem. If you give people a lot of hope and all like that, that their lives will get better, their children and so on and so forth. I think that would make a big difference in the amount of drugs being used or people won't use stuff, especially like heroin or cocaine and stuff like that. Um, Brother Carl Cox, what would you have liked me to ask you that I didn't ask you? Okay, to end this on a lighthearted note, why do we park on a driveway and drive on a parkway, and why do they call it chili when it's hot? Like a bowl of chili, you know, like chili's chili outside? I I know, it's funny, that's funny. So you made a joke, Carl. Carl Cox member of the Politics Done Right Posse, and now a friend of mine, thank you so kindly for having been on Politics Done Right. We're going to do more of these with more of the people in our posse, and I'm honored to have you on our program. Check out Beto O'Rourke and how he challenged these people. This is exactly what we need. People who are going to challenge these charlatanes that are currently running our state. 
Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down. convention to brag about how easy he has made it to purchase guns in this state and to carry them publicly without a background check whatsoever. It is absolutely wrong. In fact, it is insane. The governor talks about mental health. It is insane that we allow an 18-year-old to go in and buy an AR-15. What the hell did we think he was going to do with that? This one is on us. And what do you say to Texas Governor Greg Abbott who says now is not the time to make this political? Now is the time to stop the next shooting. Um, right after Santa Fe High School was the time to stop the next shooting. Right after El Paso was the time to stop the next shooting. Right after Midland Odessa was the time to, to stop the next shooting. And in each case, we say this isn't the time. Now is the time. Like, literally, right now. That's why I'm here. Um, that's what we want as a state. Uh, that, that, that's what I want as a parent. I've got three kids who are in high school and middle school and elementary school that's what they want. And and I face their judgment and my conscience and ultimately my maker for what I do when I have the chance to, to change this. And I'm going to do everything in my power to change this. And I am not alone. The majority of Texas is with us on this right now. The majority of Texas is not reflected by that governor or those people around the table who talk about mental health care or say that this is pure evil or that it was absolutely unpredictable. This is predictable. It will happen and it will continue to happen until we change course but folks don't forget we have we have a new building kpft 90.1 fm houston has a new building and we need your support we badly need your support to make sure that we can get this to happen not only uh, not only happen but happen fast and i tell you what folks any one of you who contribute to politics done right now, please go ahead and call now, kpft.org, or call 713-526-5738, 713-526-5738, and support politics done right on KPFT 90.1 FM Houston. Anybody, anybody who goes ahead and provides us with a support of $100 or above, we have a lot of my books, etc., from or other books from other folks or other Whatever you find at the kpft.org site, just remember to put it under the name of Politics Done Right. And if you if you go for any offer over $100 or if you just give $100 or above, you will spend a, a, a time with me in the studio when we get that build out. The studio is being built out right now as we speak. Sit down with me. Have a politics and right talk. Let's let's you know. As as all of you know, I believe in inclusivity. I believe everybody has a voice. As you heard, the previous uh, interview that we did was just a listener of Politics Done Right who had a voice, and we made sure to give that person a voice. We have a new studio coming, and we are going to, on Politics Done Right, give the community a voice. Help us do that. Go ahead, please, and provide 
that $100 or above, again, you can give anything you want, right? But that $100 or above give you that chance to come into our studio with us. And by the way, for those who can afford it, sometime, you, I will, it, look, please help the studio. We need support. And the bottom line is, yes, we do need money to keep giving the message, to get that progressive message out. There are not a lot of outlets that give us that opportunity to do it, my brothers and sisters. So please call 713-526-5738 or go to kpft.org now. Please do it now, kpft.org. And what are the different offers we have with my books? A great offer, so check it out here. Please get one of my several books out there. As I see it, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom for a contribution of $120. It's worth it. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors for a contribution of $120. How to make America utopia, take away the economy from those who rigged it for a pledge of $120. Get any two of those books for $200, any three of those books for $250. The contributions for my books go directly to support our station, KPFT 90.1 FM. Alternatively, folks, please get your basic KPFT-only membership for $40, a Pacifica-only membership for $25, or choose from one of our many other gifts for your contribution. Just go to kpft.org. Choose Politics Done Right for the program and select an option either for our books or something else to support the station. It is definitely worth it. You can listen and or watch Politics Done Right Mondays through Fridays on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash politics done right or on YouTube Live at politics done right.com slash YouTube. Please do not forget to follow me on Twitter for updates. My Twitter handle is at Egberto Willies, at E-G-B-E-R-T-O-W-I-L-L-I-E-S. But don't you forget, listen to us live on air at KPFT 90.1 FM on Thursdays at noon and at Fridays at 11 a.m. all Central Time. Please remember to keep your community radio station in your minds. Keep KPFT on your mind. Talk about it. Tell your friends about it. Tell them you know about this station in town, 90.1 FM Houston, that needs your support. That is there to provide that nourishment that we need. KPFT 90.1 FM Houston. Well, folks, that's it for today. You know how I'm going to end this baby. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! Welcome to Politics Done Right. I am your host, Egberto Willis. This is a progressive program that will take the mystery out of politics. This is the program that will encourage you to make sure government becomes we the people. Whether you are liberal, progressive, conservative, or otherwise, you get to hear your point of view. We are an independent media outlet that, unlike mainstream media beholden to corporations, we only owe allegiance to you. Remember, you can also send me a tweet at E-G-B-E-R-T-O-W-I-L-L-I-E-S. That is at Egberto Willis. Let us engage. 